And she goes, I'm looking at the at the two angels whispering in your ear, telling you what to tell me. Oh, my gosh. And the big guy standing behind them, making sure that they're telling you the right <gasps> stuff. And I said, what? She goes, and she like looked at me and she goes, that's how you know what to tell people. I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey, Wine and Shiners. Hello, all. Welcome back to a new episode of The Pod. We are so excited to have someone on that. I think we've probably name-dropped, I would say, multiple times on our podcast. Have we? I think we have. We've talked about when we talked to Chris Medina. We we may have talked about... to it. Yeah, we might have. We both, last year... Well, it wasn't last year. Mm -mm. It was like in the spring. Yeah. Yeah. But February for me. I think earlier for you because yeah. you were the one that suggested January it. maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked to a psychic and his name was Chris Medina and he is awesome. I just, he has such a good vibe. He's great because he's not the kind of psychic and I think he talked about this in my reading with him that there are some that are just like, here's your life, health and happiness. Like they're not, they're not really interested in like how they can help you mm -hmm. in the same way that Chris, I think looks, he gets the information that he gets in the amazing way that he receives it. And then he really uses it to get people to take action in whatever mm -hmm. they want to start doing. And, and absolutely for both of us, I think talking to someone that didn't know us about that had insight into our fears and our hopes and all of these things we were talking about, getting that outside affirmation, I think really caused us to step it up in our own ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love that the way he gives you the information he's receiving from your guides is so positive. I think at first when I went to talk to a psychic, I was a little bit nervous. Like I don't want to hear anything bad, but it's not. And I remember him saying this actually in my first reading is like, my job isn't to scare you. Like my job mm -hmm. isn't to tell you like, oh, you're going to die on this day. <laughs> like no. it's not helpful. I think his, he yeah. comes from a place of wanting to be helpful and that's really not helpful to anybody. Right. And so I know that I can't speak for Liz, I guess, but when I leave the conversation with him, I feel hopeful in that, okay, I'm doing the right things. Like all of these intuitive hits that I'm getting and all of these creative ideas that I want to do in this lifetime, like they, they're going to happen. And mm. I basically, he knocks through the fear. He gets you to bust through that fear and go for exactly what you want to do. Yeah. And so I think hearing about his, I mean, he's got some cool stories too, that I think our listeners are really going to like about mm -hmm talk, you know, his experiences with other people that have that gift and how he came across it as a child and how he's seen that manifest in children um, that he's talked to. So lots of really, really interesting things. We got goosebumps several times. Several times. But good goosebumps, yes. not scary goosebumps. Yeah. As in like, that's really cool. Yeah. So before we hop into the episode, just a quick shout out to our sponsor, which you already know is Care of Vitamins. 
That's not their theme song. But shouldn't it be? But care of, reach out to us. We're totally here for you if you need us to if sing you your theme song. This the song sung, I am your person. All right, we got it. Uh, care of vitamins. And if you are interested, just hop on over to their website and you can take a quick questionnaire and they will let you know what vitamins are best for you. So what is your body needing? What does what supplements are going to be helpful? And they'll send that to you in a happy little package of vitamins. With your name on it. With your name on it. And a smiley face. And a smiley face. And it's super cute. Um, And you can use our code SHINE at checkout to get 50% off your order. Yep. So head on over to TakeCareOf.com and get going. Get your vitamins. And before we head into this episode, we did want to give a quick shout out to a live event that we will be hosting on November 17th in German Village. Yeah, it is at my apartment complex. That is the Barrett. Barrett. It's a Casto community. It is an old school and it is super cool. Um, You can head on over to their Facebook page to learn more about it. And the event is there. We'll also make sure that we share it on our social platforms. But we're doing it in collaboration with the Columbus Book Project Mm -hmm. and Alexia Winfield who works on that. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um, We got a sneak peek of the book. She's got a really awesome party coming up here in a few weeks to launch it. But it's basically like everything arts and culture Mm -hmm. and fashion and wonderful in Columbus. And food and blogging. And it's everything wonderful and creative in Columbus is inside this book. So your favorite restaurants, your favorite spots in Columbus, your favorite photographers and businesses, like a handful of them are represent, not a handful. A lot of them A are ton represent. of them. It's two coffee table books, mm-hmm. of like 500 pages. It's amazing. And it just represents this wonderful city so well. Yeah. And it's great because she was a transplant. So it's really interesting to see our city, if you're, any of you are Columbus residents, to see the city through the eyes of someone who actually is not from here, hasn't lived here for very long. So it's a really for refreshing perspective. And she's done a lot of really cool collaborations through that project. So we are beyond stoked to have that live recording and have mm-hmm. her be a part of it. Yeah. So we're going to highlight Columbus. We're going to talk to Alexi about the Columbus Book Project. And we're going to be hosting in a super cool apartment in German Village. There will be wine will and be refreshments. Wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, me. Yeah, and us. <laughs> so come hang out with us. Invite your friends. If you know anyone in the Columbus area that would enjoy listening to us gab about the city, bring them on over. Yeah, and maybe maybe we could do happy hour afterwards. Ooh, that would be super fun. It is on a Friday night. So mm-hmm. when we're done, let's go out. Let's yeah. have a wine and shine hangout. And then we'll actually drink wine. And we will continue to drink wine. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, let's get into this episode with Chris Medina. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Me and Liz are really excited. This is going to be a fun episode, um, something different than we've ever had before. And we cannot wait to get started. I can't wait either. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It means so much to me. It really does. Absolutely. So we wanted to just give our listeners a little bit of background. I stumbled upon your work after listening to Katie Dalebout's podcast like mm-hmm. a while ago. I thought it was almost 30. No, it started with Katie Dalebout. And then you also were on Almost 30. 
Mm-hmm. And you actually, I had a reading with you after. So I heard you on Katie Dale Bouts and I was so connected to that conversation. Like the whole conversation, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I need to have my first psychic reading. So I contacted you and had the conversation. I was also going through a lot of like changes at that time um, and still kind of am, but um, had that conversation. And then I told Liz about it. And I just do everything Nina does. So. <laughs> <You> don't. <laughs> But then Liz had a conversation with you, and then we also heard you on Almost 30, and then I was just, like, had to have you on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I, I, Yeah, like I said, I, I really appreciate it. it. It's such a, it's so refreshing to do a podcast rather than doing readings all day. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I love my readings, but I love being able to connect on, on, on this type of skill with people that I'm completely comfortable with. So this yeah. this is great for me. Good. Well, do you mind giving our listeners a little bit of background? They know that we're talking to a psychic today, but like, I think a lot of people are like, what even does that mean? Like, can you just give us a little bit of background into your abilities? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I have been a psychic medium my entire life. Um, I know that there's some psychics that come out and say, you know, they had some sort of accident that happened to them. This was something that I was, I guess, gifted with at birth. So I am able to tap into the past, present, and future, as well as the dead people. <laughs> but the um, I always tell people because when 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 I do readings, like phone readings or in person readings, are like, oh my god, you know, are can you tap into the medium side? And I always tell them I could, and this is where people are like, well, why don't you? The medium side lingers around too long for me. So if it's someone that's jumping out and really wants to say something or, you know, would would benefit that person, Mm -hmm. I'll bring it in. But Mm -hmm. for the most part, I kind of just do the psychic and leave the medium a little bit on the side unless needed. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's actually one thing I've, I'm always scared about a little bit is that someone's going to say like, um, someone no. from your past has a message for you? No, I'm not afraid of that at all. Like if somebody has a message for me, like bring on the message. I get nervous. It's going to sound super weird. But like if I'm in bed, sometimes I get nervous that I'll see a spirit or I'll see a ghost or something like that. And mm. I'll wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and I will, I get jolted. Like I feel like there's a presence by me. I actually have selenite by my bed now because I heard it helps, but I get nervous that there's like a presence by me and I'll, I, I've like screamed a couple times and Cody's now is just kind of like, what are you doing? I think it's just like all in my head because it's a fear, but, um, no, the la- yeah, I, I almost wish that I could see the fuckers rather than listen to them uh. because they, they talk or the, you know, we talk about jolting. They'll, mm. they'll, they'll shake the bed or they'll touch me. I know it sounds crazy. And people are like, what do you mean they touch you? I'm so used to it that it's like, I'll tell Jay the next day, oh my God, I couldn't sleep last night. You know, I, I felt, I felt um, something touching my leg or, or touching my back while I was sleeping. I almost want to see who's touching me. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just hearing and feeling. Hmm. That, so it's a, th- a thing, like you can sense or feel that s- uh, something is there with you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. If there's, if there is somebody that is there, he's always hanging out. I don't know why I think it's a he. He's always hanging out by the left side of my bed. And I swear I'll jolt up and I'll be like, what the heck? Like, get out. You know, sometimes too, um, what people, what, what people don't realize sometimes is that, you know, they want to tap into their guides or they're like, oh my God, how do I get in touch with them? Sometimes it could be a guide or someone mm. that's close to you, just lingering around, wanting you to know that they're there. Mm. So it doesn't, 
seem it doesn't seem I mean I don't, I don't know how far you want me to go in with you with you right now but it doesn't seem like it's something that would be too scary or that would want to mess with you or harm you who would want to harm Nina yeah nobody nobody no I guess it's not even because I don't really get scared as much as I get jolted like right. that I feel like you something's there yeah I just sometimes mm. sense like something's there so Chris how did you so like I know you know when we're young and our sense of reality and not reality is just, you know, our brains aren't formed yet. We don't know what's what. Like, how did you know that you had this gift at such a young age Mm. and it wasn't just like a figment of your imagination or something that you could explain away? The first, see, I I explain this two different ways. The the, The first one that noticed my ability was my dad. So he would have me give readings to his friends, um, you know, because I've said this before, he's a he's a biker and, they, you know, they mm-hmm. do biker things. He used to get stoned and he used mm-hmm. to like to mess with his friends. So they would bring me in and I guess I would give his friends readings. Um, I don't remember that far back. I remember um, suffering from asthma as a little kid and being in the hospital and talking out loud because I was so tired. This was like maybe like four or five years old, talking to my guides and telling them that I'm, that, you know, that if if I needed to die, that it was okay, that I'm not scared anymore. And that's when I had heard them tell me, no, it's not time yet. You, mm. you, you have things you need to do here first. And that's the first time that I actually heard it clearly. And then ever since then, like, again, I didn't have the, you know, I didn't have the best childhood growing up. So I spent a lot of time alone and like in my head, in my room, kind of just, you know, uh, ta- I, I guess tapping in back then because I would I would listen to what, what they were saying and they would you know bring up life things that were going. I used to get bullied in school a lot, mm-hmm. so I'd come home and I'd cry or I you know just sit there in my room and think and stuff. And I would hear them and they would. It's almost like back then the only way I can describe it is is almost like like a like a dad or like a um or like a parent or a, like a teacher someone kind of going through it in my head and telling me look here's here's what's going on here. You can't really blame. This is just an example. You can't mm-hmm. really blame. The kids that are doing it, you got to look at their parents. They learned it from them. Hmm. So they would, yeah, it was always kind of like teaching and, and guiding me in that sense. And then I'd go to school and then I would be able to like, again, I, I was noticing after they would talk to me, I'd go to, I'd go to school and I would, I would kind of play with it myself and notice the differences in the kids and kind of read their intention versus the teacher's intentions. And I, I guess just messed with it a lot as a kid. Interesting. Did you ever become scared by the messages that you were hearing where you were like, what is this? Or were you just like, oh yeah, those are my guides. <laughs> like you just kind of knew at a young age. You know, it's funny. It 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 just seemed very, I, never once did I ever think, oh my God, you know, what, what is this that's talking to me? It always felt like they were there to help. Mm-hmm. The medium side of it started happening, developing more when I moved in with my mother. I used to live with my great grandmother growing up and then we moved cities and I ended up moving with my mom mm-hmm. and my sister. And Moving in that house, the medium side uh, started developing, and I started getting more of like um, I know it's, you guys are gonna laugh, but the sixth sense that the, when when I saw that movie, I was like, oh my god, that's like my childhood <laughs> because my hackles would go up, and I would feel what was in the house and um, pick up on it. And I remember oh, yeah. vividly one time I was uh, I used to sneak into my sister's room to go sleep in there because I would get so scared, and I was sleeping in her bed and I was facing the door. And I saw, it looked like my sister, I saw her waiting to go into the bathroom and she kind of like put her finger over her mouth, like, shh, don't wake up. And I turned over and my sister was laying in the bed ah, with me. Ah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Goosebumps. See, I'm glad, I'm glad I don't have that ability. I don't know. I feel like it takes a special person to not get frightened by that kind of stuff. You know what I used to watch in in my mother at the time would say, it's all those scary movies that you're watching. I'm going to take them all away. Yeah. I was like, 
huge Freddy fan. Like mm-hmm. you could not keep me away from Freddy Krueger. Like at like at <laughs> seven eight years old, I was such a fan of it. And um and I was like, no, this is different. And then I finally just stopped talking to her about it because she'd get so mad and she would make. And then you know I, I would start to think, is it really that I'm seeing these things? And you know my guys would come in and say, no, this is this is real. I was going to ask if your family was supportive or if they didn't believe you. My mom's a little. My my mom was a little different growing up. She is more of the. Uh, she was a single mom, so she had to take on both parts. So she was more like hardcore. My mm-hmm. dad was more laid back, and um, I'm a lot more like my dad as far as like uh, our personalities and our sense of humor. So my dad was way more supportive. My mom was more like, "We're going to take those movies away." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, do you think this is something from your experience, like, and what you've seen in other people? Is everyone kind of because I've heard like I actually have this really it's not a scary story about my sister, but it's the only thing any like remotely close that's happened to me seeing that in someone else. So apparently like my grandma passed away when I was in fourth grade and my sister was, she would have been like three. Mm -hmm. And she always went to this local restaurant in a small town. Her and her old lady bridge playing friends Mm -hmm. had their booth. And after a while, like my mom stopped going to that restaurant, but then she went back and my sister was like waving at the booth. And my mom was like, what you waving at, Gretchen? And she's like, oh, it's grandma over there. And my mom like didn't know what to do. <laughs> she like freaked out. I mean, I I don't remember this at all. I'm sure it happened, but I would have freaked out. Yeah. But like you hear about kids being really in tune with that. Uh-huh. And it's almost like as we grow older, maybe we lose the ability to connect to that side of things. So I'm wondering like, do you think that people kind of are born with this gift? Like everyone has it and we just lose it? Or are some people like just not born with that side of them? Um, I would say it's kind of, it, w- it would be a mixture of both here. I know that as, as um, you know, kids get older, I mean, like if I, if I would have listened to, um, if I would listen to my mom or listen to people that said, don't, you know, don't believe that that's the devil's work or you're, it's just all in your head or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess in, in not having, I mean, excluding the psychic part of it, I guess I would have fallen victim to that as well. And then kind of like not have not have gone that way, I guess. But I had always somebody there backing me up, which again, I, I know for lack of a better word, everyone, everyone's like, who was they? My guides would mm-hmm. tell me, no, this is completely different here. But yeah, I, I, I believe that kids, especially kids, are so in tune sometimes. And then when they start to grow up, they become jaded by, you know, parents and yeah. friends and kind of go, go that different route. Hmm. I remember, I don't know if I told you this, Nina, during the reading, but I had a... Um, did it, I did an event in Oregon one one year, and um, it was a kind of like a metaphysical fair. And this mother came in, and she had four four of her kids with her, and she wanted a reading. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll give you a reading." I said, "But I, I want to read your daughter first. I said, "There's I, I'm attracted to her for some reason. Mm. There's I need to see what's going on here." And so the little girl was kind of scared. She must have been like eight or nine, and um, she was nervous. And I said, Oh, you know, I just looked at her straight in her eyes. And I was like, Oh, you don't, you, you don't have to be nervous. I said, you know, I'm not going to hurt you. I said, we could leave the door open. Your mom could stand right there, but I kind of want to talk to you. And she was like, okay. And she just like looked at me and she like eased up and she sat down and we were talking about school. And I was telling her, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard for you. I said, I see, you know, that you're not having the best time in school. You know, the kids are kind of mean to you. I said, but I want to talk about the friends that you have at home. Mm-hmm. And she like looked at me and I was like, I go, you know, you know who I'm talking about. I didn't want to say ghost because in case right. she wasn't ready for the word. And she said, oh, you're talking about the bald girl that comes and sees me. Oh and she's gosh, like, crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, the bald girl. And my guys were like, oh, she died of cancer. And, I was, and, I was, and then I said, oh, oh, okay. And then I go, what about your daddy? 
And she says, my daddy comes to visit me too. And her daddy, had, her dad had passed away. Okay, my body keeps getting goosebumps right now. It's just like... Keeps... Right now too. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I'm getting goosebumps too. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's intense. <laughs> so so trip out on this. So she's so she's tell, she's talking to me. I'm looking at her and I'm so into her story. She's telling me this. It's like, it's like she's giving me a reading. All of a sudden, this little girl stops mid-sentence and she looks behind me. Nothing but was behind me but a wall. I was sitting at a desk with a wall, with a wall right behind me. Mm-hmm. And she like looks up and she I can tell she's not faking. She was not yeah. faking it at all. She I said, What are you doing? And she goes, Huh? And I said, What are you what are you looking at? And she goes, I'm looking at the at the two angels whispering in your ear, telling you what to tell me. Oh my gosh. And the big guy standing behind them, making sure that they're telling you the right stuff. And I said, what? She goes, and she like looked at me and she goes, that's how, that's how you know what to tell people. So did you even know that until she said something? Until she, uh, because everyone asks me, that's, that's the question I get asked all the time. What do your guides look like? Who are they? Can you hear them? And I'm like, no, I said, I can't see them. And to say that I hear them would be wrong too, because it's not like I hear voices. It's just that it's thoughts that are already placed in my head Uh or images they want me to see. So when she like stopped and she like, she did that, I kind of got scared. I was like, oh my God, you, you, you can see them. And right away she was like, that's how you know what to tell people. Out of every psychic that I've seen growing up, you know, because I'm trying to tap into my own thing and trying to get advice, mm-hmm. it took one nine-year-old girl to, wow. to totally transform the way that I thought about it. Crazy. That is an amazing story. I seriously had goosebumps throughout that whole story. So I so- told that girl's mother, I said, because the mom was like, uh, the mom was crying when I told her and I was yeah. like, you know. I don't want, I said, I, I can't tell you what to do with your kid as far as, you know, psychology or psychiatry, mm-hmm. whatever. I said, but she is special. And I go, she she sees things and she hears things. I go, she constantly communicates with her father. I said, she's not weird or crazy. And she was just like, the mom was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this all makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't see your own guides, no. but can you, <laughs> could you see hers? Or like if you... Or in a crowd, do you see like there's like ten people in the street? Do you see like thirty guides? <laughs> That's a good question. Actually, no. Again, I, I I very rarely like my dad. My dad has the ability to actually see in physical form, and my son can mm. see them sometimes too. But I don't. I very rarely see. Like I'll see. I know it sounds weird. The other we were when we were living in Oregon, we lived in this house that was kind of trippy, and I just saw a pair of feet walking above the stairs. Mm. Like I'll trip out on stuff. I'll see things like that. But as far as like guides and and things like that, I hear them. I don't see them as much. I think I asked you in our reading. I was like, I think, or maybe I want to believe that my grandpa is one of my guides. Like I just, I feel it. I just, I I don't know. I was so close to him. I think I asked that. I was like, how do we know? And you're like, good question. (laughs) Like how, how do we know? I, I, people are always asking me things like that. And, you know, what, you know, even like with the medium side to like, oh, I need you to tap into this. And I said, you know, I, I know, I know from what you've seen on television, people mm-hmm. kind of do that shit, mm-hmm. but they're, they're paging, you know, paging goes to and so-and-so whatever. I don't do that. And I wouldn't, I don't like to lie to people or right. make shit up to make, you know, to make the reading more, you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually, I really love that. Uh, I could tell from both of the podcasts that you were on. And then after we talked, it's like, you're, you don't, you don't bullshit the information, you know, it's not like you're doing it just to get more people to have sessions with you or something like that. It's like, you can really tell that you're doing it. Yeah. You're doing it from like an honest place and a helpful place, which is why me and Liz really loved talking with you. 
Well, thank you. Yeah, I just, this is, the, not only is this my reputation, but you can do, what, you can damage somebody by by putting things into their head and making mm-hmm. them, making them stuff that, you know, kind of messing with them and, and stringing them along and keeping, keeping them coming back. And so I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist. My goal here is to empower people, mm-hmm. to get them to be the best that they can be and overcome things and, you know, and move forward. Yeah. Gosh, isn't that what we all need? Yeah. Seriously. Well, I mean, I know like from my reading with you, the things that you said, like they stick with me to this day. Like mm-hmm. they put Same. things in motion. I think a lot of it was stuff that I kind of knew in my like in myself already, mm-hmm. but for someone else to pull that out, it just affirmed a lot of things that I felt like were already changing, which was really cool. So it really was empowering for me mm-hmm. just because it was, you have someone that's never met you, never talked to you, telling you the things that you already intuitively know. don't, you just can't bring yourself to like fully believe yet, you know? And if you remember at the beginning of the reading, I always kind of give you my quick little spiel before I go into it. And I tell you, I always say that, you know, I'm going to spend, whether it's a half an hour or an hour reading, if it's a half an hour reading, I'll tell the person, I'm going to spend the first 10 to 15 minutes kind of going in and giving you directly what my guides are giving me to give you. And then I'll open the reading up to you because Mm -hmm. what I like to do, instead of talking, I mean, I can always tap into the past, present, and future. We can always bring the medium side in, but I, but I feel like people, what would benefit people is to, is to hear what's hindering them right now. Why are they sitting on their own hands? What's wrong with them? And to hear that, like you said, was from somebody that doesn't know who you are, Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of powerful that person and it just reconfirms what what they're thinking and what's holding them back so that way they can hear it from somebody else and move forward with it or figure out a way to kind of you know overcome that yeah so would you say is a psychic sort of like a vessel that you you hear what other people's guides want to speak to them and you use that information and then you are able then to translate to the people that need to hear it if does that make sense that makes perfect sense. Yes, that, that that that's that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. It's like a foreign language. It's yeah. like an interpret. I mean, it's an interpreter, right? But just a, one that we don't really know how to. <laughs> we can't relate to as people yeah. that. You know. Because a lot of times people, they spend, I mean, we live in a very materialistic world, a very material world, and people are, you know, they 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 know what they need to do, but they're they're so afraid or they think mm-hmm. that it's just in their head. And again, to have somebody come in there that doesn't know who they are and kind of kind of shake the shit out of them and be like, oh, here's what's going on here. They're like, wow, like I knew that was wrong. I, I knew that, that that's something that was holding me back, but to hear somebody else say it, and then it, it really does something to them. You know, it 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 changes their thought process and, and gets them a little bit more empowered to make this change or to do something. Especially when you when you hear. I, I mean, I try to make the readings fun. I, I try to incorporate my personality into it as well as the whole psychic thing. But mm-hmm. to tell them, you know, get off your ass and let's do something. Mm-hmm. You have potential. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel like our reading kind of kicked me in the butt a little bit too, in a couple of different ways. Like in one sense, it was like, I need to go and I need to stop sitting on all of these ideas that I have and I need to be brave and I need to go for it. It also helped me realize that all of the, I don't know if I want to call it baggage, but like false stories I've told about myself that none of that is true. And it's time to start breaking those down because it's just holding me back. Yeah. It, I mean, like I said, I, I, I'd rather empower people and get them to move forward rather than than bring up stuff that, that I mean, again, we can do the whole past thing, but that that leave it where it's at. It's in the past. Yeah. I'm not saying to forget about it, but let's let's figure out what we can do now in the present to get you to go forward and overcome. Yeah. Well, one thing I thought was really cool in my reading that I wasn't really expecting was how you brought 
astrology into the mix. Like that was something I just didn't think was coming. And I don't really myself know a ton about astrology. But we did talk about the Saturn return. Liz got real into the Saturn return. (laughs) I briefly told everyone on Earth (laughs) about Saturn return. And they were like, I'm tired of hearing about it. (laughs) I loved it. I loved every second about our talk. I'm a little bit concerned about my Saturn return um, because I had had a reading. I had an angel card reading, actually. So the only two things I've done was I've talked to you and I've had an angel card reading and both brought in astrology. And the Saturn return thing kind of freaks me out a little bit. The the astrology the only I I will I am a firm believer in astrology I will always back it up I um I mean I it, it's going to sound weird but I sometimes I can't help myself like my guides won't let me see around the corner they they for myself I I like to say it's probably for self gain you know not to utilize it for self gain here so I kind of like spin my wheels on my own shit I know I know. I know what's coming. It's just my impatience for it mm-hmm. is what drives me crazy. So I'll go to, I'll, I'll mess with astrology because I've gone to a couple of psychics and, you know, they they, don't, they just don't tap into me or I, I can kind of feel like they're nervous or, or for whatever reason. So I always turn to astrology and that has helped me out. I, I'm, again, no two charts are ever the same, even like with twins. I mean, there might be some similarities there, but mm-hmm. it's all, it's like a fingerprint. Mm-hmm. And that Saturn return, when you, when you get it at 29, it's Saturn coming in. He's the father. He's the the teacher, the lesson maker, coming to ask you, are you where you need to be right now? Because if not, we're going to start doing some major cleaning up here. Liz, yeah. November 1st. You My turned, birthday. You turned 29. <laughs> she turns 29. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, if you have you ever got your uh, either of you guys got your chart read before? I did. I think it wasn't a full reading of the chart. Well, we kind of went into it. Like mm-hmm. I would love to have it done again, though. It's on my to do list mm-hmm. because I found it so interesting, and I also wanted to take more notes on what was happening and what was being said. I'm gonna sound really ignorant in what I'm going to say. It's just full disclosure. I knew, like, I knew I was a Scorpio, and everything I always read about Scorpios, they're like, you're a psychotic freak. Basically, that's, you're manipulative, and you're a terrible person. That's kind of what I get from Scorpios. Um, Not really. That's being, like, really dramatic. But then the one other thing I didn't know about was, like, there was, like, the house or the, I forget what it was. There was, like, another side that you talked about that I just thought it was, like, this is your sign, and that's all there was. But it's, like— I forget if it was like your moon or your sun was in a certain your moon house. And your, it's the, the three signs that I tend to look at are the the, one, the most important to me are the sun sign, which again, you're a Scorpio. You also have a moon sign and then you have a rising sign. Mm-hmm. So the moon the moon rules your emotions or it talks about how, how you deal with emotions and, in, and inside and the rising is how you come across to the world. Or what or 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 or, or what the, how people perceive you that that's outside world. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that existed at all. But again, like not hadn't followed astrology other just than knowing I was a Scorpio. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mine. I she was talking a lot about like there was a lot. See now I'm not even gonna remember, but something about I think there's a lot of water in my chart. And Mm -hmm. I need a little bit more fire, like fire will help balance me out. So we were talking a little bit about that and like where money plays a role in my chart. Apparently like money plays a huge role in my chart for some reason, like every time. So we've been dabbling in angel card readings and we have a friend that does angel card readings and like the same things will pop up in my readings. Like and Liz will be there. It'll be like something with financial. Basically, 
Or, Nina's making Skrilla. Or That's like what, that always pops up. Or um, Nina like something bang. about being like a priestess or whatever. And I'm like, why? Like these same things keep popping up. But yeah, that's all I really remember. And that something with my Saturn return and things happening and me moving forward and then me moving backward. And there's going to be like a transitional difficult time in there. And see, I don't remember the details. But see that, that, uh, the reason why I like astrology so much again, because it gives me something I can look at and mm-hmm. I can touch and I could feel. So if I, if so again, I spent a lot of time with the, she's no longer living, but I used to call her my spiritual godmother and she was an astrologer. She taught me everything I needed to know about astrology. And instead of, I went into thinking, okay, wait a minute, instead of me going in here thinking about the negative part of the Saturn return thing, what are, what, what is, what is, what can I do with it that would be beneficial or useful? Mm. And she said, just don't fight it. And I was yeah. like, okay. And she goes, she goes, you know, you 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 got Saturn and Cancer, so you're already kind of emotional as it is. You know, th- this is what's going to start changing and blah blah blah. So I already anticipated these changes coming. And instead of again fighting with it and looking at the negative, I try to make it more positive because I already knew that it was going to be a difficult time. Why add more pressure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just to be clear, I guess in case some of our listeners are like, what are you guys talking about? So the right. Saturn, I, I just <laughs> talked about Saturn return, but I didn't ask you to define what Saturn return was. I just got really excited about it. <laughs> Do you mind just defining what Saturn return is a little bit in case they're like, what are they talking about? Yeah. I am not a certified astrologer. So this is my interpretation of a Saturn return. It is at, It happens at the age of 29 and it's kind of like the the grow up period. I mean, we're all adults at 29, but this is like the major, this is like the leaving everything, leaving one chapter behind and, and turning into a whole, and, and opening a whole new chapter here. Mm. So it's it's about lessons. Are you, Saturn comes in and asks, did you learn everything you needed to learn up until this point? If not, time to let go of certain things. It's just a major cleanup of your life. You see a lot of changes happen with people mm-hmm. around their 30s. And I, I always think like, that can't be a coincidence. It must be that Saturn return. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. happens again, right? When you're it, like 60. it happens again, I think it's like, it, um, I don't remember, it's 52 or 56. Hmm. So uh, yeah, they always say that if you didn't learn what you learned at 29, when when you get your second one, it's going to be a doozy. So I went through a doozy already on my 29th one. So I don't want to go <laughs> be in the yeah. clear. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe you've gotten it all out, and then your next one will be easy peasy. I hope so, Jesus. <laughs> so, like, if you want, if someone wants to learn more about astrology, because this is what I found. Like, I tried to get an app. I wanted to like after the reading, I was like, I want to learn more about this, but I didn't really know. What resources, like, how do you learn about who you are astrologically? Like, what? how can people find that information out? I utilize in simple astro.com. Astro.com, you just sign up for it. You can pull your own chart up. As long as you know, you have to know the exact time of your birth obviously your birth date and the city and state that you were born in. And that's something I tell people not to give away freely Mm -hmm. because a lot of times you give it to somebody, that's a lot of power to give someone because Mm. they can, they can manipulate your, they can, they can kind of tell how you come across and in, in what it is that's, you know, holding you back or Mm. what kind of person you are. Again, people are probably rolling their eyes, you know, for the, for the non-believers out there, but I have seen um, working with my chart and other people's charts too, just how specific it could be. It, It can also, it can also time shift for you too. Hmm. So yeah, it's go to astro.com. There's a there's a um we yeah, there's there's a a place that you can enter your birth information, it'll bring up your chart for you, it'll tell you upcoming transits, what I mean by transits, like what's coming up to what to look for, what to look forward to, what's gonna be difficult, things like that. And just kind of learn from that. They have little classes on there as well. 
Interesting. I think I might have checked that out once. I'm not sure if it was that website, but I remember putting in my birthday and by the time I was born and trying to look. But it gets confusing if you don't really know what you're doing. I think that was what I ran into. I don't think it was overwhelming. I don't think I was there, but wherever I was, I was like, I don't really know what this means. So basically, you focus more on the psychic readings, whereas you'll listen in to see if. The people you are with, if their guides have something to say to them. Mm-hmm. Right. And then as far as astrology goes, is that just kind of supplemental? Like you dabble in that and you'll bring it in if it seems relevant? Because I I have another astrology, uh, astrologer friend. Her name is Lynn. And we were I would we would exchange services. I hate saying oh. that, but we did. Like I would give her readings, yeah. like readings and she would do my chart for me. And she would one time she was like, do you realize, like, I pulled up at somebody else's chart. I gave her someone's chart, and I told her about the reading before she pulled the chart up. And she was testing. She she didn't say anything. Maybe like to maybe three or four times afterward, and she said, "It's so funny. You're the way your psychic readings are, and it 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 tell this is this is exactly what's going on in their chart." She's wow. Like, Do you, are of that and for me when i bring up the astrology it's just to confirm like oh yeah. wow like that's so interesting or whatever that's for my own personal side mm-hmm. so they they go hand in hand i mean yeah that makes complete sense well i have a question about like astrological matches so mm-hmm. if you are with someone like let's say dating just because it's an easy example if you're with someone that's not first of all are there any like really terrible astrological matches or is it just like some are better than others some are better than others I like to I like to joke with the men and say that stay away from a Libra moon man because they are so flip-floppy <laughs> yeah I wonder what Zach is I just know that the Pisces Virgo thing can be a challenge, and we're a Pisces Virgo, me and Cody. Zach, Pisces, Pisces. Well, Virgo, Virgo is a is a very they're they're so they they overanalyze and so, mm, so yes. over critical of themselves, and just you know it, it it's a very. Uh, Get get spin their wheels, especially if it's something they're try- that they don't know about and they're trying to figure out. They want the answer right then and there, and they will exhaust themselves to yes. death and to figure it out and put it, put the pieces together because that's what Virgo wants to. Do. It wants to it wants to correlate. It wants to put things in order, organize things. Sounds like Cody. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember what you said about Zach. I think about it almost every day. It makes me laugh. Wait, what Chris said about Zach? Yeah. Oh. What do you say? So he's hold on. He's a Capricorn. Don't remember anything else other than something was Earth, and you said, mm, "Girl, he is dull." <laughs> oh, when's his, when's his birthday? January fourteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Let me take a look and see what his moon is in. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. No, but I think what what I get from that because I know him, he's so grounded. Yes. He's so calm. He's well, so- he's double Earth. He's a uh, Sun yeah. and Capricorn, Moon and Taurus. So that's someone that that's that's a very um, yeah it's a it's a very direct person. It's so a, Zach, it's, there's no there's no bullshit and probably no filter on them that, when it comes when it comes to put when it comes to telling you what's up. If you ask them a question and expect to get the truth, that's a hundred percent true. Zach's really bad about like hiding when he doesn't like people. Like <laughs> not that he says it. He's never direct. Like I don't like you, but I can just tell. Like he'll never pre- he'll never pretend like he likes someone if he doesn't like him. Right. He'll always mm-hmm. be honest. So, but I always hear he is dull. That's but, so <laughs> funny to me. He's just earthy. 
<laughs> He's earthy. I was wondering if we could go back and talk a little bit about our first readings. And then, I don't know, like see if anything new and exciting is happening in the world of Nina and Liz. Yeah, who, who, wants, to, who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go. Do it, Liz. <laughs> Let's, I don't know what to ask okay. or say. Um, no, let me no. See, that's that. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell people. I'm gonna give people a little secret. When you go for a psychic reading, do not give that person anything but your name. Mm. Don't tell them what you're there for. Try. I, I you know I always tell people that's their job. Let them work for it. So if they're so if they're if they're psychic, let them go indirectly and pick up without you having to say anything. Because that's what I tell people. Let me let me go in and then I'll open the reading up to you. So Liz, I'm I'm just wondering if 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 with you starting with you coming out of your shell a little bit more for 2018 and doing more doing more more things for for you to kind of get you to get you ahead. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So it, it's kind of like it, it's shedding. Like I'm not saying that you're you're an overly shy person, but it's it it's overcoming some some fears and hesitations that you have personally and kind of deading those and moving forward and, and actually, and again, I'm not saying that your that your smile's not authentic or that you're that you're faking it, but but a more but a more relaxed and authentic smile coming for 2018, being more comfortable with oneself. Oh, I love that. I, I actually feel like based on my last reading, that's kind of what I've been like I started working on some of this, some stuff towards that. And that's actually like myself, like that's kind of what I'm envisioning for 2018 also. So like, I feel like it's it's the year Liz gets real. The year of Liz. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if Liz is thinking of changing her look up a little bit, too. Mm. Oh. So I don't know. Again, there's going to be some, there's going to be more, um, more, I don't want to say, again, I'm not, I'm not implying at all to the audience that you're, that you're a wet rag or that you're not, that you're not, <laughs> you're not social, but it's, it's being more, feeling more free and more and wanting to be more social and be more, uh, putting yourself out there a little mm. bit more. And also there's going to be an, uh, a creative bug, more, more creativity coming in as well too, which I kind of feel is already happening here. So you guys, are you planning to do something different with the show? Well, we're kind of, so we have the show, but I feel like Liz kind of has her own spin, little spin off mm-hmm. of what we're doing. And so do I. And she's, why am I answering for you? I love you so much. <laughs> I love you because you answer for me. <laughs> no, um, I would say Nina's been really, because she's so passionate and you're just, we're just at different places right now. Nina's been very like, I want to get this guest. Like, I feel like you really know and have known for a long time, like what you want, what you're interested in, what you want to talk about. Like, and I've been a lot slower to find like what I stand, not what I stand for, but like what, what I bring or what my niche is or what my expertise is and actually like have kind of honed in on that a Mm -hmm. little bit. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. I just, it just seems like a more, a more freeing year for you. Like, like as far as like mentally as well too. So I want to get the, I mean, your, your Saturn return starts November 1st of this year. You turn 29 this year. I do. It's mere days away. It's near. (laughs) You know, everybody's, and I'm going to incorporate a little bit of astrology here. I mean, those negative aspects that you spoke about Scorpio, I mean, those hold, those hold true a little bit, but I mean, use, use the other part of it. It's of the uh, being laser focused in, in cutting through all the bullshit, including yourself and what's holding you back and kind of, again, making, making room for a new you, because that's where I feel like that. That's what I was looking at your picture before we started this and kind of seeing like, Oh wow, some shit's falling off here. Like she's getting more comfortable with herself. Again, I'm not, I'm not implying at all that you're a wet rag, but being more comfortable with with yourself in 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 coming into yourself, maybe mm-hmm. 
I see that. It's mm-hmm. slow, but it's sure. I feel. No, I feel like that. I mean, from just being her friend, I see that she's really opened up in the past, like even a few months, mm-hmm. really. And it's interesting that he said the creative thing because what I'm seeing is that you're now actually like letting the creativity that you that you've been feeling actually move through you. I yeah. feel like you're now starting to act on it. Yeah, you're letting like- old things slide so that you can. Do you, you Had know? a little creativity constipation. <laughs> <laughs> For lack of a better word. We're going to give you a laxative and kind of get you in motion. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Let's get those juices flowing. No, don't say juices. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So um, does that work for you though, Liz? As far as like that feeling and that vibe I'm picking up? Yeah, I do have a question. Go for it. I'm Okay, so one thing you said, it like haunts me all the time. Oh my gosh, I know what you're going to ask him. I know it. Like, I feel like I can't ask it on the podcast. I'll just do it anyway. It kind of alluded to maybe having children before I had planned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I worry about that all the time. If it's actually going to happen? Yeah. I guess if you're actually going to have kids? Yeah. No, Blake, it kind of sounded like unplanned pregnancy situation. That's what it sounded a little bit like. I think that, again, I, I don't want to give too much away. And this is not, I, when I do this, it's not a cop-out. Some things are just better left unsaid. But I think that the, that, a, that an unplanned pregnancy or something something of that, of, of, a, of a surprise, would probably work better for you. Does that make sense? Mm. Because if it doesn't... No. If, if, <laughs> I think I, it makes sense to me. Because if you're planning the pregnancy and it doesn't go through for whatever reason, that's going to be more of a disappointment to you. Does that's that make sense? That's very interesting and true. Whereas if it just happened because it, of the timing, it, that, that's just, that, that just seems to be, again, I don't want to give too much away. You, you, I, I like people for them to go and learn their own lessons and, and experience it and enjoy it, enjoy it as, as, as real as they can here. So, I mean, it, it's, I, I, if you're worried about having kids or, or you just don't see it happening, I see it happening. And I just, it's, it seems to be more of a surprise rather than, than you're going in there and you're planning something like we have to do it this time. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. Cause I have, I think about it all the time. Like, like is this the month that I have my unplanned pregnancy? <laughs> like literally almost every month. <laughs> So I'll just relax and not worry about it anymore because yeah. it seems like it just things things are going to start again. I don't. This is not a cop out, but I just don't like to give away too much, especially when when this is a new experience for somebody coming into their own. Why would you want somebody again? I know you're coming for some people are coming in for a psychic reading. They want to hear about it, but I just don't feel comfortable giving somebody something away where, where I want them. I don't want to take that feeling or that surprise away from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when things are falling off and they're starting to feel good about themselves. And and I'm not saying again, not, not this whole Stella got her groove back type of shit, but just get, getting more comfortable in, in, in owning who they owning who you are and what it is that you're here to do. All right. I think I'm just going to let it go to the universe, which is Isn't very that what we're hard supposed to do. I know it's very hard for me, but yeah. I'll, I'll, I think it's hard for everybody, but I'm starting to realize, I think one other thing you had said was like the things that were working for me before are no longer going to work for me. And it's be- going to become like super apparent, which I have found definitely mm-hmm. true. Um, and I think being kind of like trying to pretend like I could control things was something that I thought worked for me. Never really did. I just didn't really want to admit it. And I'm starting to see that like, I really do just gotta take a chill pill, which mm-hmm. I've known for, you know, like about 27 years. <laughs> so 
I always tell people the hardest thing when when they're like, you know, well, how do we tap into or how do I tap into my guides or how do I become more intuitive? I was like, you gotta you gotta get out of your own way and stop listening to the bullshit that you've been telling yourself for so yeah. long because that's what's that's what's holding you back. Yeah. So I mean, letting these things fall off naturally, like whenever the people are like, God, you must be so in tune that you don't have any problems. That no, that's not true. <laughs> I drag my feet. I get so comfortable. And right now I'm going through this transitioning period right now of, of moving. I moved back to LA. I'm full, I'm full time here now. I've lost a lot of shit during this move. Mm. I mean, like like security wise and my comfort, comfort wise. And I had always been told, don't get so used to it. You make your home wherever you go. Mm-hmm. That That's true. But I'm a tourist and I like to have my security, my comfort here. And I can honestly say with the exception of just my bed and my television and my clothes, that's the only thing that I brought that. That's, that's that I, Yeah. So it's it's they're telling me you know they're they're preparing me for these new changes to come and 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 that way that I'll I guess before when I was making tons of money before I didn't really appreciate what I had so now that it's been all taken away from me yeah. and then when I get it back I'll be able to appreciate it and not just piss it away like I did before right yeah makes total sense I it's all about I mean and I've been working on this so much is just not listening to what my brain is telling me but just like having so much faith that whatever is happening is the way that it's supposed to happen. And I've been trying to talk to my guides. I just talk to them. Like I don't hear them. (laughs) Well, sometimes I feel like maybe I hear them, but I don't know. It just could be my own mind. But I just try to be like, you know what? I, I, you guys are leading me and I'm going to listen to like what my soul is telling me to do and what lights me up. And that's all I can really do. Right. Is just keep pushing forward and know that I'm being led in the right direction. Whatever Mm -hmm. happens is meant to happen. And having faith in yourself too. I mean, because people people do not have that. They they think the worst of themselves, and they don't really give themselves enough credit yeah. for who they are in in everything that they, they that that have gotten to gotten them to this point here. So being able to let go and trust themselves, and and to realize that they're you know that they're not as stupid as they think they are, mm-hmm. and just you know just kind of go just let let things go and, and don't and don't try to control so much. Mm-hmm. So I want to touch on you, Nina. What's going on with you and Cody? In a positive way, because I feel like, especially, well, let me ask, what's going on with Cody? Because I feel like there's some changes coming up too. Last time I talked, we wanted changes to come. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. we did. Um, He seems to be a little bit more, uh, maybe not all the way comfortable, but there's there's a little bit of his energy. His energy has changed a little bit, though. So I I am going to be a little bit more comfortable with himself, or 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 maybe taking or putting putting himself out there more. Yeah, actually, that everything's going really, really well for him right now, Mm -hmm. and he seems. I mean, he's having so so many wonderful things are happening with just his clients and people are sharing like his work and he's getting referrals. And we've always been talking about moving. Actually, when I talked to you a long time ago, it was because I really wanted to move to LA. I thought that Mm -hmm. we were going to be moving to LA. We also thought it was New York and our -hmm. listeners know this too. Like I was like convinced I was moving to LA forever, but, um, we actually just are in the works of signing for an apartment downtown and he got an office space. So he now will have a space downtown to work out of. And I don't know, things are just kind of moving in a really positive direction for him. So yeah, things are going really well. There seems to be some change. Okay, so not feeding off of the changes in the home, but there seems to be more of like a like cha- uh, upcoming changes in the home, new additions. So what what's going on with with family planning here? Family oh planning. My God, Nina. Oh, we're not. <laughs> Nina, now it's your turn. Now no. you can worry about it all the time. <laughs> um. Well, we're not really family planning. Although I did 
<laughs> we talked about this on the last episode. I did have a moment where I was like, Cody, I think I want to make a baby. And then he was like, we're not doing that. Um, so we kind of squashed that idea. I'm not ready yet. I also, that was a big conversation we had in our first, our first reading was like, wait until you are ready. And I'm a big hormonal mess all the time. So I'm just not sure. I feel like I'm getting much more comfortable with myself and who I am. But I also have a lot of fears around, you know, having a kid and also the home. So if you're not, so if the baby's not, if they're, well, I'm, I'm not going to take that away from take that away from you, but there seems to be more emphasis on the home coming in. So new additions to the home or, mm. or, or, or some, some makeover or something coming in, the home's going to play an important part next year for you. Uh, mm. Well, we're moving to a one bedroom. That's the only thing we're downsizing and moving to a one bedroom um, downtown, which is what we've been wanting to do. But yeah, that's like the latest changes with the home. Although my brain always still wants to believe that we'll end up in LA sometime, but who knows? Let the universe take it. Let the universe take it. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, and, and I don't know. So Nina, there's, there's also going to be some, um, as Liz is coming into herself and she's doing her thing too, there's going to be more, more stuff that you're going to be wanting to do too, as far as like, so what's up with, I think we touched on this before in your last reading. Have you got more into writing? Yeah, I started a blog actually. So yeah, Nourished with Nina and I've, it's really fun. I launched it in August and it's awesome. I love it. I don't have as much time to write as I would like, but, and I'm doing the health coaching thing, which has been really, really exciting. Yeah, I just, I mean, again, you, you're you saying no baby or whatever, so we'll leave that alone. I just feel like, again, there's going to be some, some oh. more, I don't know if you're going to be able to do, if you're going to be working from home. Oh, or, uh, okay. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with that one, actually. Go for it. Well, I, I guess people do know this, but I'm trying to do the health coaching thing full time by the beginning of next year. So one of the things we've been talking about is me working from home with Cody. Oh, wow. Okay. So we'll see. Leaving it up to the universe. (laughs) But working hard. Yeah. I mean, you you guys are just, you guys are two great girls. I mean, it just, it doesn't seem like, I don't see anything. I don't, I would totally tell you if I saw something that was going to kind of derail you or or that things that you need to, that you need to work on. Just being more, Liz, with you, being more free with yourself. And then, Nina, focusing more on putting, there's, there's, there's so many things that I see you wanting to do and wanting to accomplish before you leave here. And not that I'm implying that you're going to leave the earth anytime soon, but there's <laughs> a lot of, lot of energy to do so many different things and wear so many different hats. Yeah. So it just seems like a very exciting time. So what, so again, without, I don't want to give away too much to the audience here as far as like the changes coming in or, 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 or new, or new, um, new ideas coming in and other, another, I, I just, again, with you, Nina, it just seems like a more, more communication, more more talking about what it is that you're what, what it is that you're working on or or sharing with other people here. So is there is there a chance is there talks for you doing your own spinoff with the podcast? Not really. No, but I would totally support that. Not really, although um of course like I would do that I've always been thinking of doing the podcast like 100 percent of the time. So uh-huh. I really like public speaking. A lot. So I don't know. I mean, there's definitely a possibility of that. And I would be completely happy if I was like coaching and t- speaking and doing lots of things within that field. And just just helping people. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I just see I see so many hats that you're so 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 busy for you mentally and all over the place. But there, but that seems to be focusing out of the home there. 
Mm. So I don't, again, I, so I don't know. I, I mean, you, you would be the one to know that being, being able to put it all together or, 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 or formulating your, your plan there in the, in the home and being able to work it, work it from there. Yeah. There's just a lot of home energy coming up with you. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I hope, I mean, I really hope so because that's, that's the goal is to, I, and with you say me wearing a lot of hats, I sometimes feel like my brain is spinning all of the time between like the podcast and I want to grow the podcast and I want to grow my blog and I want to do this health coaching thing. And uh, we just got this new apartment. So maybe I'm going to be working from home next year. And I just want to combine all of these ideas and things that I have in my head into one career of servicing and helping people. I just don't see anything negative standing in your way there at all. I just, just, uh, uh, the only, the only negative I think, the only thing I see with Mina is impatience sometimes. That's (laughs) like, you know, it's not happening fast enough, but I suffer from that. I mean, so it's not, not too terrible of a thing. I just see more, more communication and being, being, being more, being, uh, speaking to, 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 to a lot more people next year, but it's mm. out of, it, it, it's having to, again, with, with the emphasis of home for some reason, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Like home, like an apartment or home. Like, like, like being able to do this from your home, like not having to, not having to go, I'm not saying that you're not going to travel, but doing this, being able to have the ability to, to, to do it out of the comfort of your home, that, and also changes in the home too. So work and then new additions to the home for some Mm -hmm. reason, it seems like 2018 is going to, it's going to be a very, again, not that you're staying home, but just the home is important here for some reason. Yeah, like home centric. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That would seriously be exactly what I'm working for. So I but hope the, so. The hubby, but I need to be patient. <laughs> the hubby seems, Cody seems to be more, uh, again, I don't know what, I, I looked at his picture too, and he seems to be more, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you told if you told him about the reading, and I, and I don't want to take credit for this at all, that's not where I'm going with this, but he seems to be a little bit more comfortable with mm-hmm. himself or yeah. more, or a little bit more shed, shedding some of the, um, not, God, this is going to sound weird. Just shedding, shedding the, the, the manly quality of him. Like I'm not saying that becoming feminine, but the, the, some some sort of some sort of hesitation that he had before it's falling off here. So he's, I, I, I think he's going to be more successful. Oh yeah, that's. I There's, mean, it's it's really true. Like I feel. I mean, and I don't want to speak for him, but, and Liz can probably attest to this, but he's always had a very kind of like a stubborn quality to him. No comment. Um, (laughs) I don't know if it's like, if you want to say like ego or what, but I think maybe he just didn't, I always tell this to him, but he just maybe didn't believe in himself very much. And now he sees and he, he knows what he's doing and he. He's had success. And he's had, and yeah, and he's had so much success. There's comparisons to what he wants to do versus who he either looks up to or that's in the same field as him. That that's getting it's it's making. There's also again something about making comparisons to what they're doing versus yeah. what he wants to do here and, and feeling good like he can accomplish that as well. Yeah, there's yeah. something there for that too. He just seems to be more a little bit more outgoing than than he was before. His energy that's seems so to be a little, bit, a little bit more flowy. Yeah, no, that's one hundred percent true. And he definitely did. Like he I had a lot of self doubt. I think about his mm-hmm. abilities compared to other people's. And now I, he doesn't seem to have that anymore. He's very confident. And I, as a wife, am very happy because I see like the energy he's putting out into the world and the clients he's working with and how he's just so passionate about what he's doing. I can just feel, I can just sense that really awesome things are going to happen for him. 
I don't want to. I mean, we're, we're going to stay away from baby and, and the pregnancy, but okay. <clears throat> I, that was only after I had a glass of wine, and I didn't know. And I was like, <laughs> "That's the is that, that the intuitive hit? Like, was it the baby? Because I'm not ready for that yet." Um, but um, I think every time we drink more than more than one glass of wine, <laughs> yeah. we text each other. <laughs> something about like maybe we could have babies soon and then the next day we're like just kidding just joking take that back yeah take that away <laughs> well I mean you, you'll you'll do it when you're ready and again I just don't see anything negative I just see I I, I, I there's nothing more there's nothing more satisfying than seeing you know than talking to people and in, in, in listening to their dreams and what the, what it is they want to do and they're going for it I love when this happens I mean because a lot of times I mean you, you know I read people and maybe this is a little too personal or or, or I, I'm, I'm not shading anybody at all but I'll, you know I'll get people that, that you know that call in or that want readings and you can kind of just tell they have a lot more to overcome than mm-hmm. some people kind of mm-hmm. can't see past their own face sometimes or 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 their fear that kind of keeps them there for long it just seems like people like you that, that listen to it take what take what they have to say and kind of work it work it their own way does that make sense yeah. and kind of and kind of go for it like listening to it comparing comparing what i'm saying versus what they're what they're feeling and kind of figuring out a plan that 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 suits them and they just go for it here yeah oh. yeah well it sounds I like 2018 is going to be a great year for both of us it's going to be our year well, we're all going to have to celebrate next year because I'm yeah. making 2018 my year too. So. Yeah, nice. it'll be yeah. 2018, the year for everybody. Yeah, I just, it, it, like I said, that, that's all I want. I want to empower people to do what they do what they're doing, especially women. I mean, I love my women. I I, I always joke around and say that I'm 99.9% woman. I, <laughs> there's, I mean, you guys hold so much power. It's time. I mean, you guys are doing such great things with, you know, podcasting and, 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 you know, some of my some of my favorite podcast girls are actually doing tours now and doing shit. It's just it's so, so fun to see here. So, yeah, let's all do this together next year. Yes, Yes. we should like we should come back in a year and have like a how did it go episode. That would be really fun. It can be right before my 30th birthday. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'll be panicky. (laughs) We'll get you survival hats and say you survived your Saturn return. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. Well, Justin, sort of wrapping up for anybody that is like trying to listen to their their inner guides and follow their intuition, what advice do you have for them? Because I don't know about you, Liz, but sometimes I get a little mixed up between, is this just like my brain talking or is this like, is is this my soul speaking? Like when, how can we progress on our dreams and try to not get lost in the bullshit for lack of a better word? You're going to have to, I always tell people, my number one thing is go within. And I know that sounds so corny, but it's true. Go within. Do not rush the process here because what is most important, what what is more important than you? You have to, everyone has time for everything else, but doesn't have time for themselves here. Don't rush that process. If you are unsure whether or not it's your guides talking or it's your fucked up way of thinking that's kind of got you trapped there, ask, play Mm -hmm. with it, kind of get to know yourself. That's what I always tell. I can go within and and and, and tap into that. And, and, and if, if if you need signs or or symbols to kind of to kind of help you along, ask for it. Mm. But you've got to be willing to put the work. And it's not you can't rush the. I mean, why would you want to rush yourself? This is you that we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I know. Again, it sounds so corny and so love and light, in which I'm totally not. But <laughs> it's it's true though. I mean, taking that time out into into just think about what it is that you want to do or things that are that are that are that are kind of holding you back here and getting rid of those fears. Because it, 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 there's there's no room for that anymore. Everyone's evolving and growing here, and it. I just, I mean, I guess I'm tripping over my own words here, but just 
taking that time to go within and in in figuring out whether you're writing it down or you're or you're constantly meditating on it and asking for it. And if, and if it doesn't make sense that time, ask for another sign. But you have to be willing to listen to it and look for it. Mm-hmm. Just don't expect it to fall in your lap there. It's hard work. Yeah. I think we got, and especially in today's society, I think it's all instant gratification. And mm-hmm. putting in the work is hard enough, you know, 50, 60 years ago, however long before we had social media and all these things. Putting in hard work is already difficult, but in an age where everything's accelerated and we want things so much more quickly, it's even harder Mm -hmm. to be patient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've noticed the more I work on my spiritual practice, whether that's meditating or journaling or um, just trying to like talk to my guides and ask for signs and really put my faith in the universe, the things that I want seem to be shown to me easier. So it's like you have to put in the work to try and connect with yourself to to see, I don't know, the clues for where you're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And people people all the time, they, they you know, they, they put me up there and saying that, God, you, you probably don't have any problems. Just today I had a freak out this morning. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like, like I, I don't know what's going on here. Like maybe I should just, you know, go down a different path because this doesn't seem like, like it's not happening fast enough for me. I need X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then I got, I got I calmed down. I got home, checked my emails, and I got two opportunities that just fell in my lap today. I was like, ah. okay, I'm not going to second-guess myself anymore. This is I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. I'm just a big baby about it. So <laughs> I suffer from the same shit too, but I have to tone it down. And, and I always go within and kind of – and again, people, people, they don't like to – People have a hard time being depressed or or feeling down or whatever. I will sit on my pity pot literally for two days, and that I will give my max. That's the maximum time that I will sit down and not do anything is two days, and then I get the fuck up and I do what I have to do here. Mm-hmm. Rush it. I, I mourn. I cry. I get it all out, so that way it's not holding me back anymore, and I can think clearly, clearer. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Don't rush it. This is you we're talking about. Spend time with yourself. Yeah. Such good advice. That's lovely. Well, where's <laughs> that's lovely. That's just I had to sit here with tea. Oh, that's so lovely. I know she like had her head cocked to the side with her tea, and she was tea feeling it. Right. We're the tea and shine again today. We're yeah. always tea and shine. Always tea and shine. Oh, Lord, not wine and shine. It's all right though. So, where can I, our listeners, find you? What if they want to have a reading? How can they reach out and get in contact with you? They can find me at chrismedina.guide. Or they can follow me on social media at Psychic Chris M. Got it. And that's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And just reach out. It has all the pricing plans here. Um, I will go ahead. And if they mention uh, this podcast, I'll give them a discount. But they have to mention the podcast in the email. Oh, that's Ooh. so sweet of you. Thank you. So yeah, give, listeners. This is the first time that I'm offering this. I don't do that. But I love you guys. I just... You guys are doing your thing here, and it's it's so again it's, it's so empowering for me and other people to see what's going on here and hear you and, and and look to see you know where you're at and you guys are accomplishing things and hopefully you guys set more examples for people here. So I want to get back. So if they mention the podcast, they get a discount. Awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much for offering yeah. that, and thank you so much for coming on today and for setting things in motion for us because I feel like maybe it's kind of the turning point for us. We yeah, it feels good. With you and and everything just started working from there really it truly did it helped both of us i think get our butts into gear and start going for what we want and i mean 2018 the year the year of amazingness it's gonna happen (laughs) do a 2018 podcast in person together so let's make that happen (gasps) oh my gosh done we're going to make (laughs) it happen 
You guys are my girls. If you guys need anything, you guys know how to get a hold of me. Oh, well, thank you so much. Jinx, see you unison welcome. again. <laughs> thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, guys, I don't know about you, but that episode made me feel 10 times lighter. It did. And I think it gave you all very real glimpses into our personal lives. Yeah, we got a little deep and deep and personal in there. Um, I'm not having a kid. Okay. It just was a moment of wine drinking and it was when we were hanging out with an adorable two-year-old so when he said additions to the home I was like holy did I please I did not jinx myself with wanting a child that one time oh goodness we're just not ready for that yet and in other news the fear I've had for now mm, like eight months about having an unplanned pregnancy is relieved because there you go I mean it could he didn't say it was out of the cards it's in the cards it's happening. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. I just no, think but, it might not happen until later in your life. Well, I think what he was trying to get at was it's like, maybe unplanned. How are we defining unplanned? I think it's going to be a moment where you're like, I don't care anymore. That one. And that then. One. Not like, totally not. Yeah, right. Trying at all. Yeah. Exactly. Again, we are talking about very personal things yeah. today, you guys. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, but we also were talking to a psychic. So what, sh- what you going to get? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's going to be the year. 2018 is going to be the wine and shine year. Not just Liz, Nina, and Chris. It's, it's going to be. all of your years. It's going to be all of our years. And we are going to have, and I think it's going to be super cool. And I'm going to hold him to this, a in-person live podcast recording in 2018. See how it goes. See how it goes. Well, a big thanks again to Chris Medina. You guys, please, if you enjoyed what you heard and you think you would get, you know, just need that little extra boost to take 2018 to the next level for you and you have some questions maybe you want answered, Mm -hmm. go on over to Chris's website. It's in the show notes. He gave us the information. That's chrismedina.guide. If you mention that you heard about him through the Wine and Shine podcast, you will get a discount on your reading. So, Make sure you give us a little love when you give them an email. Yeah. And just putting it out there, I was really, I wouldn't say skeptical as in I didn't believe in it, but I was really nervous to do it the first time that I I did. And it was after listening to his episode on Katie Dalebout and I just felt really called to try it. You know, like why not? It's fun. Um, you never know what's going to happen. And I guess I just highly recommend it. I think if there is anything that you're just looking to get some guidance on or get clear on, Chris is a great person to do that because he, again, doesn't scare you throughout the process. He gives you what you need so that you can move forward. He also limits your readings, which I think is awesome. Yeah, I think it's a, three. a true testament to how he does things. He doesn't want you to become addicted and be like, Chris, I got you on speed dial. Yeah. I got this question every day. Um, Liz, we're on our second reading. We only get one more. I know. I got a space. Well, we can't do any more till next year. All right. But then we're done. We're done. out. We're done. <laughs> but still going to be following and hanging out all the time with Chris because I like him. Yeah. All right. Some last minute announcements here. You should join the Wine and Shiners Facebook group. If you have not already, you should follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all other social channels because it's fun. We have a Patreon account, so you can go to patreon.com slash wine and shine podcast and you can support us in that way. 
We have different levels you can reach. There's lots of information there. We also have an email newsletter. So head on over to wineandshinepodcast.com. Lots of ways to connect with us. So that's all we got for you today, Wine and Shiners. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.